0: Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, Slash sets the world on fire with a live performance for the ages. The future of rock is quite healthy. Mayer is no longer drinking Colombian coffee. And isn't it ironic that this artist is still relevant today? Watch out, Matt might explode this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, the two guys who truly deserve 30 years to life matt and dave (laughs) hello everybody i'm matt and i'm dave welcome to the pod everybody how's everybody doing welcome welcome back to the podcast thank
1: you for listening everybody it's so great to hear from you all thank you for your comments on the group on facebook dave shout those things out will you
0: well, you know where we roll. We know where we are. <laughs> we're on uh, We're on Instagram, at Guitar Dads Pod. You can also find us on Twitter, same handle. And uh, check us out on Facebook if you, if you so choose. Uh, search for the Guitar Dads Podcast group, and we will let you in. And we will let you in. We're not even going to ask you any questions. Just request to be in, and we're just going to let you in. That's right, and to those of you who are in the group, thank you for being part of the group. It's really cool to interact with you people and and talk gear and talk music and and all that stuff. So thanks for being part of this.
1: The group is growing, but it is still small and elite. So if you want to get in while it's still small and elite, now is your time. Um, like Mike so. Johnson. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> the list be... is long, but, but distinguished. distinguished. Yeah, we're not quite <laughs> little, we're not quite there little. yet. A little Top,
1: a little Top Gun. Yeah, Slider says yeah. that in Top Gun. It's so funny. <laughs> um, awesome. All right, here we go. So here we are, episode fifty-two, which 52. is represents a full year of podcasting, fifty-two weeks, Dave.
0: Which also represents a full deck of cards, but we but really haven't been playing with a full deck. <laughs> yeah,
1: but we've been doing this for longer than a year, so we definitely missed some episodes over the year. But there we you did. go, fifty-two episodes. Yeah. So if you, if you wanted to like start from the beginning, it would take you and listen to one a week, then you would take you a year to listen to all our mm-hmm. um, episodes. Now, so there you have it.
0: But in fact, we don't recommend that you talk. You listen to one a week. We, yeah, we recommend exactly. you Listen to like you know one or two a day. Yeah, catch up.
1: It. If you haven't listened to all of our episodes, I don't. Know, do we recommend they start from the beginning? Probably not. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you know, you never know. You can have some fun with that kind of stuff. You
1: can have some fun and listen to what what the difference are between that podcast and our latest podcasts. But
0: um, yeah, so it's, but,
1: but there's a lot of content there to check out. So you a go lot of content.
0: Go back. And speaking of the speaking of the beginning, let's get right into our news and let's, notes. Let's uh, get into it. Now, I wanted to mention this because I actually really I thought this album was iconic, and, and I think a lot of people feel that way. And oh, it was certainly for we, me. Here but, we go. Atlantis Al- is going out to celebrate 25 years since Jack and Little Pill came out. Got any comments? No. Okay. Cool. Let's I have move no on. comment
1: because I th- I think it's the most overrated. Rock, probably one of the most overrated albums of all time. And you she was are wrong. And she you was are out- wrong. And Dave, she's been out on tour on that tour because when I was in Nashville, she was in town. That was in September. So she's been touring this now. Oh, she's He's... been touring that? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe this is the second leg that's starting Yeah, anyway, like Jagged that Little album, Pill, like, oh my album God. That was- Killer! Oh, I loved it. Still I can't. Love
1: it. I can't. Like it's like the whiniest. Like it's the music isn't good. And then they made a musical on Broadway about this. Like if it couldn't get any worse, they made a musical on Broadway about this. Oh, jeez. So, I mean, what a nightmare. Jagged Little Pill is right. Like that's a hard album to swallow. Okay.
0: <laughs> all right, moving on. Jeez. <laughs> okay, all right. I I, I loved it. <laughs> meant a lot to me. I remember listening to that thing in high school. But Dave and uh, on I don't. A, on a positive. Don't always on a agree. Posi- Dave no, and we I don't always agree. Dave and I don't always agree. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> Isn't that- <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll tell you right my, right now. It looks like it, but I can guarantee you that's not where it is. Matt looks like he has his hand in his pocket. Oh, oh, hey, hey, now, Jeez, all these, all, right. all these terrible references. We all are right, off anyway. the rails. Anyway, uh, Travis Star- Travis Scott has uh, started Project Heal in the wake of the Astro World oh. tragedy. Which is to me an obvious PR move, but okay, let's move on.
1: That's a <laughs> yeah, he he needs to be held accountable. I'm just going to come out and say it. He yeah, needs, he, does. he needs we to be held. He needs. We talked about this when this f- first happened. You know, this is an obvious PR move. We really feel he needs to be held accountable, and I hope he is. And and all the promoters and everybody that was involved in that disaster. So is that yes. All right, off to a, off to hear, a real positive start tonight. Off to a real. Po- well, we are going
0: to get to. <laughs> we are going to hit. We are our next. Our next topic is going to hit a low note. Uh, did you know that Chris Stapleton used yeah. a baritone, uh, a squire? Another squire is in the news. Uh, uh, Stapleton used a, uh, a squire baritone jazz master. Oh, cool. at, the, uh, at the ACMs. Oh, that's very the, cool. The Country Music Awards. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. That's what. That's cool. So that's that's excru- I wanted to. Why doesn't he have like a signature jazz master? Because he's like jazz master man. I, I want does you no. Know, I don't think he does. Maybe he
0: does have one. Do we not know about it?
1: Maybe he doesn't. We don't know it.
0: But yeah, he's like jazz master guy.
1: So that's really cool that he actually uses squire. I think it's very cool. So you know, there's another thing down the list here that remind me to bring up a, a similar thing to squire on when we got to um when we get to couple things down but go ahead
0: i i will i guess i don't even know what you're talking yeah, about yeah. but sure yeah i'll remind you yes awesome thank you <laughs> all <laughs> right uh <laughs> on, a, on, a, on another positive note uh richie faulkner uh obviously guitarist for judas priest right now is back on tour with them so he is healthy as everybody knows he did suffer an, uh, an aneurysm and i think an aortic aneurysm while on yeah. stage while on stage and, yeah and he lived to tell the tale and he had surgery, and he's all healthy, and he's back on tour. So that's amazing. Yeah,
1: that's good news. Good for good for him. Then it can be he can get back to breaking the law. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so well that that could be a tour we should catch if yeah, it comes anywhere near us. We do, yeah, know.
1: Dave. We have to we have to check out Priest. Either Priest or Maiden, either one of them, we have to check. We out.
0: We really do. We, we oh yeah. You know, I could be compelled to def- to see Maiden for sure.
1: Yeah, that would and Maiden would be cool too. So anyway. Yeah. All right. Speaking of maiden, well, not maiden. No, this actually—that's a terrible transition. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even close. <laughs> well, his
0: name—his name sounds like maiden mayor, maiden mayor, mayor may, mayor maiden. Yes. <laughs> did you hear that John Mayer is leaving Columbia Records? So this is big,
1: big news, and um, I have not. Eh, maybe it's not as big a news as I'm making it, but um, I did see this, and it's very interesting, and. You know, does Columbia really care? I mean, we could talk about this for a little bit, but does Columbia really care? Like, he's not probably selling tons of records, right? Like, no. he, You know, I mean, yes, he's very popular and he's doing incredibly well, but compared to the top artists, you know, maybe not, you know. And maybe he wants, like, a little more freedom. You know, the whole thing that these established artists go through and they kind of call their shots and they do what they want to do. So, you know, hopefully it's a good move for him so
0: i don't think either one of them need each other right i mean that's that's yeah. the bottom line yeah I they, think they certainly right. don't need him and he doesn't need them for sure yeah
1: well i think they i mean they probably still make a little bit of money off him but um yeah i agree with you it's probably like a mutual thing to some extent um you know speaking of mayor you know you talked about squire mayor has been playing on his tour that he's you know just started like a month or so ago he has been playing the prs silver sky se on stage
0: on his tour wow that's interesting to that's me, cool obviously that's, he likes it enough
1: yeah he's trying to show that no this is a legit guitar that i think is 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 capable of of being at a real gig and doing these things i mean that's that to me says a lot just like um Scott, uh, Scott uh, st- st- Chris, Chris Stapleton. Stapleton playing the Squire. we got to say Scott's Scott Step. Scott so, God, <laughs> let's not talk about Scott Step. Um, Chris Stapleton playing the Squire. This is John Mayer saying, no, I believe in this as a legit you know, real deal instrument, so I'm going to play it. You know, I think that's very cool. You know, would Slash play an Epiphone on stage? Probably never. But that...
0: Well, no, I mean, would he though? I bet if he, he should, if he Really, yeah. If he really believed that the, that the instrument yeah, yeah, yeah. was just as good as, or almost as good as... As the real deal, I think he would, but I don't know if he totally believes that. Right? I don't know. Who knows? We're
1: call- well, it's, it's, it's like why would you play an Epiphone when you have like access to the greatest guitars ever? But so does John Mayer, and he's playing right. the SE, and Stapleton's playing the Squire. You know, and and the the uh, the guy from um, Genesis is playing the Squire, but that's just the sham, and
0: it's ridiculous. But it's uh- a is this his? Is this? But is this? Is this? A, is a PRS SE? Is that uh, Mayer's first signature guitar? Not the right. not the S C the Silver Sky. No, he had. I mean the cu- Silver Sky. The Silver Sky. He's had this. I mean the Silver Sky. Yeah. The, well, no, no, no. He no. didn't have one. He never had one with Fender, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, he did. He had a. He, I think he had a custom shop that was like. Did a, a Fifty nine. Oh, sorry. Like a sixties Strat kind of copy reissue. That oh, okay. that that was right. a John Mayer signature Strat. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure he had a signature with Fender, and so. But anyway, I think this is incredibly cool. So yeah, I think we need to call out Slash. It's Lash should play his Epiphones on stage, maybe one song, and Joe Bonamassa should play his like expensive ass Epiphones that he releases on stage as well, because he goes on and on about how great those are. He should play the the, Lazarus, yeah, like all of the signatures that he's done. He's done the custom, you know, the well the Lazarus was the latest of the The latest was the the, Lazarus, which is a fifty nine reissue Epiphone that he did. I mean, and they are cool guitar. I'm sure they're great. I'm sure he could play them on stage. He should actually do that. Um, John, John Mayer is obviously doing it because these are, you know, these are production guitars that are trying to sell a ton of them, but he believes in them. He wouldn't just play them on stage if he didn't believe in them. So no, I think that's he certainly cool. wouldn't.
0: If he thought that, if he thought the tone was anywhere remotely, like not anywhere up to his par, you know, his standard. I don't think he would even touch him.
1: No, but. he wouldn't. You know, and 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 Mayor's a not guy that not on stage. No, not on stage. And Mayor's a guy who f- famously loves his high end gear, right? Like his signature PRS is like five grand. His signature PRS amp is like six grand. You know, he plays Dumbles. You know, it's yep. like it's crazy. You know, um, so it's cool. Yeah. So it's, he really stands. Cool. He's really standing
0: by it. And that's and that is very cool. Yeah, I think it's he cool. absolutely, and he should. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Dumble, did you know, yeah. Mister Slash fan, you, yeah. Mister, Mister, I know everything about Slash. Yeah, did you know that he finally played through a Dumble? I, I didn't, I didn't know that. Like on a recording? He, no, so that he didn't use it. He, they, he had it during somebody. I think. Um, he he played through it for the first time while they were recording four, but he didn't actually record anything with it. Well when so. you think
1: about a Dumble, you don't think slash tone.
0: You don't think slash tone. So yeah, so that's why I obviously can, he didn't use it to record.
1: So I can kinda see that. I can kinda see that. But that oh, that's interesting, Dave. Okay, cool. All right. All right.
0: But it was like some like Fender Fender modded, uh, you know, modded thing that, that Dumble did and, and did it for Slash and like he so anyway yeah that's so I thought maybe that was an interesting piece of trivia that you didn't know it, it definitely Stump.
1: it definitely is that he played through it on four but didn't record with it interesting. Okay.
0: Now, interestingly enough, I heard. I heard the. I was listening to the uh, the Eddie Trunk thing that he did with with Slash and Miles and those guys when that when the, when the album was released. I got. I haven't
1: even heard that yet. I'm sl- I'm so slacking.
0: So they. It, they. The, so I. I was a little bit confused because maybe they were talking about doing some of the overdubs and backing tracks, um, uh, or uh, backing vocals, but our harmonies and all that stuff. Yeah. But I believe that that Miles said that. That he got COVID after they were done recording the main stuff.
1: Yeah, I think that's.
0: Yeah, it's kind of. So hazy. our theory is out of the water. Yeah, it's
1: kind of hazy, but I think you're right. I think they I, they have said that on in many interviews that kind of happened. They all came down with it after the fact um, when they were done recording. So yeah, uh, but Anna I thought it was they, done live. I thought it might have happened like in the middle of it. So. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'd we'd have to do some more research to find out what the COVID situation was during the recording of four. Yeah, yeah. But that's what we were talking about on the when we were talking about the album. Is it was recorded live, and a lot of people are saying that's why. You know, live in a studio. It wasn't like live at a gig or anything. Like right. live at a studio. So it was a controlled environment. But a lot of people are saying like that's why the, the you know, audio quality and the mix is not quite up to par with the other albums because it wasn't done properly. You know, Slash has said that in interviews where he said, I've never had a producer that would allow me to record guitars live like we did and this guy actually let him do it. You know, well, part of it is because they were in a legendary room in the RCA studios in Nashville. You know, very famous studios which i'll just say here i was my um friends went to check it out the day that i was severely hung over so i missed that tour ah. um so <laughs> so i gotta go back and do it um but anyway yeah so it's it's interesting it's interesting with do you, know who produced, um, do you know who produced um who produced that know, album um which
0: one the latest one I, the latest one i think is if i'm getting the name if i'm getting the name right david Cobb. And you know who else he's produced rival sons oh really oh really yeah so i i just i we've talked about this on the, on the if you're interested go check Dave out the Cobb a few weeks ago Dave Cobb yeah, yeah if Dave you Cobb, if you go yeah. take if you take a look at take a listen to the episode a few weeks ago where we reviewed the album we talked all about this but yeah i don't i don't know if they I mean if they do another album i don't know if they're going to do it that way again because i i don't know i and we'll get into this later because i think even they understand that that might not have been like, you know, the icing on the cake kind of album for them.
1: So R- Rivals, Sons, he has done. Guess who else he's done? Whiskey Myers.
0: Who? Whiskey Myers, yes. Chris, we've talked Chris about.
1: Stapleton. Ah. Right? Rivals, Sons, Lady Gaga, Marcus. He's done a lot of big names. Marcus King, Brandi Carlile, um, Zach Brown, all kinds of, all kinds of, like, pretty much like a who's who. Um, Yeah, incredibly cool. Incredibly cool. Yeah, he's done a couple of the Rival Sons albums. Actually, I think all of the Rival Sons albums, Dave.
0: Has he done all of them?
1: Um, Let's see. Hold on. Let me just scroll down. This is the audio of a man scrolling. He obviously wasn't doing yeah, live he did.
0: sound. W- yeah, when we heard them in, uh when we saw them in House of Blues cuz that <laughs> was a terrible sounding show. Yeah,
1: that was not a good mix at all. Uh, and we're going to get to the Slash show very soon. We can talk about that. So yeah, yeah he did. Quickly. He produced the last Arrival Sons album of um, Yeah. So there you go.
0: Anyway. Cool man. Well, anyway, and uh to finish off our news and notes segment, on a on a, on a sad note, sad news, uh, Trey Anastasio is going to be releasing a solo acoustic album. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What is he gonna do? Just play a bunch of scales for like a half hour? like what is he what is he gonna do? <laughs> no we joke. I mean we fishy. Joke. I mean th- again, d- Dave and I love to give the jam bands a hard time, but you know it's it's what it is. It's not quite a, it is what it's it not is, quite no. our thing. but anyway, not that, quite our that's thing. a good one Dave. But all right,
0: but what is our thing? Yes, as we've been featuring in the last several weeks bands you ought to be listening to yep. this week's feature artist. Uh, they are called the Black moods mm. they are out of arizona it's a power trio Ooh, so i love i love power trios they're kind of like a modern rock classic rock kind of uh, eclectic mix with a maybe a 90s kind of twist to it if you listen real hard um the guitars are great and uh, i'll throw out a track for you to go listen to check out bad news great track mm, so yeah bad news they the black moods The black moods not
1: the moops the moods. The moods.
0: The, <laughs> the, the moods,
1: the moods, not the moors, the moods, the moods.
0: M O D S. Like I'm
1: in a bad mood, the black moods. Yes, um, cool, Dave. I, I again, Dave is bringing it to you guys, to you l- listeners out there. I mean, I haven't even heard these guys yet, so now I got stuff to check out so
0: you, you you gotta you're you're a little behind you gotta, i'm way behind To listen to ghost towns i gotta, gotta, listen gotta listen to the, the black moods. they're very spooky the ghost sounds
1: but i will listen to them <laughs> i will listen to them along the cold stairs yeah the cold st- i did listen to them they're they're cool absolutely yeah. the black moods yeah we're giving, we're bringing it to you guys it's, it's we are bringing it, it. what it is here we go so do we want so let's to, move on? Do you want to get into it, Dave? So here we go. Let's do it. So this Where were we?
0: Where were Dave and Matt the other night? On Monday night, Dave
1: and I had the pleasure to go see Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the conspirators at the House of Blues in Boston, which is one of my favorite venues to see shows. I just love it. And um it was what do you what, is, what do you think, Dave? Overall, Probably one of the best slash in Miles Kennedy shows that I've seen, and I've seen quite a few of them now. So
0: I I would agree, and for me, I missed the living the, the living the dream tour. So I I don't know. I mean that I mean we we talked about yeah how great that, that album. That's is. a
1: good point. Like I really love those songs. So you got a little bit more of those songs. We only got a couple. But he couple was, of them. He yeah.
0: never he, he's never sounded better.
1: Yeah. I feel like Slash's playing is getting. It's just like he he does these improvs and he does these long s- solos that he himself s- s- acknowledged. You can tell that Slash is a little more self aware than you would think a rock. <laughs> a rock oh yeah, icon the comment of, that he made. Yeah, you would think a, a rock icon of his stature would not be uh, self aware, but when when at the end of the show when he was introducing when Miles was introducing the band, Slash went to introduce Miles and he said, you know, before I get into another long. It was a self-indulgent guitar solo. Let me introduce Miles <laughs> Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. That's that's so, a, that was just like his exact yeah. words.
0: Those were his it exact was re- words. It was
1: really fun. And then he, and then like he proceeded to get into a very long self-indulgent guitar solo. Yeah, like a 10-minute solo. It was probably like 10 minutes, right, Dave? It was yeah. it went on for a while. It, oh, was, killer. it, was, yeah, it was it was on, but his playing is a, like he he's one of these players which part of the reason why I love him so much is he's one of these players that can do a thing for like 10 minutes or so and it doesn't get boring. And it's it It isn't all flash, although I think that's one of the things with him is he's getting flashier in his old age, right? Like, he was always known as it was raw. It was, you know, maybe a little bit sloppy. Now, I feel like his playing is much more precise, much more shreddy than it used to be. Oh, very shreddy.
0: Yeah, that was very, very clear the other night. It was kind of amazing because we were right up front watching him. Yeah. And just watching it, watching his fingers move up and down the fretboard, it was he was very precise. He was actually a number of times because you know how he he generally plays almost without looking at the guitar ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A number of times he was like almost staring down at his own fingers just to kind of make sure where he was. I noticed. Yeah, and you never see him really doing that a lot. You don't.
1: Yeah, especially with like the guns stuff, you don't see him doing that. Because um, he probably knows those songs inside and out, but and he doesn't go on those long extended jams on the guns songs either, so like he you could tell like he's really just in a zone and and that night they had the cameras going they had a full film crew you know, st- uh, the cameras on stage um guys right underneath the stage like right on the, with yep. the in the front of the stage, other cameras up on the up on the balconies and stuff like it was a it was a like a full on recording of the show so i can't wait to see what they do with that but maybe it was that maybe it was just the crowd it was a monday night and the crowd was just berserk so i think they fed off of that it was uh, you know it looked like a totally packed house right dave like completely sold out it was i i don't
0: think we've seen the house of blue we haven't been to a show that 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 tightly sold out for a long time it was so packed over there
1: it was so packed that for the first time ever at the house of blues in boston which is similar to other house of blueses if you guys have house of blues in your locale um they actually checked our tickets to get onto the floor which is you know as you guys know like like a ga show like of course like everybody's just on the floor but because this house of blues has a couple of balconies um they were actually checking your tickets to make sure that you had a ticket for the for the GA on the floor, which is
0: really interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was very interesting. Yeah. It was, and it was the first time they've ever done that. There. Yeah,
1: yeah, the first time I've experienced. Anyway, so I think all of that really led to this high energy show that was just awesome, right? I mean, Dave, I mean,
0: can I can I just point something out too? Because I don't know if you noticed this, and maybe I'm just reading way into it, but you're you're you, to go back to your point about Slash being. Like he's never been like he's really on top of his game right now. He's never played better. Yeah. Yeah. And when he was doing when he was going on these like five and ten minute solos, it was really crazy to watch. I felt like you watch like Miles and all the other guys just kind of step back. They just like step back to the back of the stage and they were almost just like watching in awe as like almost like out of respect to slash. It was oh, kind of totally. it was yeah, the, yeah. it was the wildest thing because yeah. we've seen him so many times. They've never done that. You know, it's like they're all into it. I almost felt like it was kind of like, you know, watch the legend work. Yeah. Yeah. Just was, like, let like let him do it. Yeah. Just
1: let him do his. And that's and I think you could hear that in the show is they really felt like they were all in the zone and and maybe it's just like it sat far along in the tour the crowd was there the cameras were on you know maybe that's maybe that's what it was but it it ended up being a really incredible show and the material from the album which we don't think is his best came out really well right dave like i got to say like i love yeah. i love that song ces la C'est la vie. C'est la vie. Sorry. C'est la C'est la vie. La vie. <laughs> oh, and I was what? just I was just in Canada for a week, and I was speaking my French. My apologies.
0: <laughs> Jeez Jesus Christ. Christ. My, my, my apologies to our French fans.
1: C'est la vie. Sorry, I don't <laughs> speak French so well. C'est la, C'est la vie. C'est la vie, where Slash has this really cool... Yeah, I guess it's a riff that's uh, throughout on the talk box, and it's awesome, and it's very slash, and it kicks ass. Very slash, and it kicks ass. So to hear that live and see him do it live was incredibly cool. So I don't know, what, what did you think of all that? St-
0: yeah, i I thought the I thought the stuff that they played from four was actually pretty good. I kind of I I took a better liking to to the music than than just hearing it on the album. Yeah, because I felt like the energy was just the and like you said, the crowd was just insane. Yeah, and and it was just like it it was one thing after another it was just like one 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 crazy riff one crazy solo miles was on, was killing it with the vocals it was just like you know so and now i just totally lost my point but no the the force hearing the, the the songs off of four i had a different appreciation for it yeah
1: yeah I, that's very true yeah i totally agree with you and it was very cool and, you know and the, v- the vocals are so good like the to- the todd Kearns, who's the bass player and um and Miles with the harmonies that they do sounds so good because Todd Todd Kerns has a very high voice so he does I mean if you can imagine this he does high harmonies over Miles so like that's a that's a feat right yeah um, that, that that is a and feat. he does it like it's nothing so that's awesome for me one of the highlights of the show where actually Todd Kearns saying lead. Was on the Lenny Kravitz song uh, "Always on the Run," which is the one that Slash had written with with Lenny. I mean, who? I never would have guessed that they would bust out a song like that. And of course, like, Slash goes on an extended solo towards the end of that one. I mean, it was it was awesome. I mean, that was just an unexpected thing that happened. And I think I also want to call out that I think this was the first show that I've seen them where they didn't do one Guns song, no Guns and Roses one. That's None. Right. They usually throw one in there. He stopped doing them as encores like a long time ago. Um, but he always would throw in like Night Train or Rocket Queen or, or something. Um, and he just none. He's relying all on the on the on the Slash and Miles Kennedy material. So I think that's really cool because I love that stuff. So for me, it's great. So I'm sure for some people, they're like, hey, I don't know. But you know, now they've been together for like what is it, twelve years almost? Dave, no, some, 10, ten, ten, ten years, years, four
0: albums. They they have quite the catalog. I mean, that's so. I mean,
1: yeah. You know, that's longer than you know, most I mean, bands have been together.
0: So, I mean... It's true. Yeah. And why not just feature the catalog? And I understand, you know, P- here's the thing. You're going to see... There's two factions of people at these shows. There's there's the super fans like you and me yeah. who are there to see Slash and, and there to see Miles and the rest of the band yeah. and hear, hear whatever the heck they're going to play. Whatever they want to play, they'll play, we'll enjoy. And then you have the, you know, the, the kind of the 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 in between fans that that are there to see Slash but they kind of want to hear some of the GNR stuff yep. cuz they're not as familiar with with the with his solo work you know yep, so yep.
1: Yep, I think that's. And I don't right. think
0: anybody was disappointed. I mean, the crowd, like, like we keep saying, the crowd was was insane all night. So I don't think anybody walked out of that show thinking they saw a bad a bad set.
1: Yeah, and for those of you that maybe not be big Slash fans, you might think like this is like a nostalgia show. Like, why do I want to see Slash? Like, it's not at all. Like I said, like this is like you, you, you would expect that like slash, she was popular in the eighties. Like, but he has reinvented himself time and time again. And this is like, you're seeing a modern rock band because the material is new and fresh and the band is incredible. So, I mean, it's, it's really great. It's it's an amazing thing to see that Slash is able to, to me. That's what really kind of makes him a legendary guy. Not because you know he wrote like one of the greatest albums of all time with with Appetite and, and the and the guitar work that's on there, but just because he's continually reinvented himself and put out incredible material. So I mean, that's what this is. You're not you're not going there as a nostalgia thing. You're going there to see the latest work that Slash is doing with with Miles. And we can't deny that Miles Kennedy is an incredible artist. I mean, this guy is one of the best singers ever, right? And he's out there doing yes. it, and he's a great songwriter as well. We talked about his solo album that came out about a year ago um, in March called The Ides of March. Um it's it's an awesome. He's he's just he's he's such an amazing. He's so talented. talented. Yeah.
0: He he's an amazing talent, yeah. and I don't think he gets that appreciation from a lot of people. You know, those there's loads of Ultra Bridge fans and loads of of you know fans of his solo work and and and, and people that know that the stuff that he does with Slash. But just he has such like a uh, kind of like a a, a creative and a, and a sonic range oh, that yeah. I don't think we've seen with with in. Probably really ever. I can't think of another artist that's at least at least a, an artist that has had the success that he's had with three different with three different acts, yeah, right? Three I mean, different projects his, yep. three different projects I met, yes. Yeah. Between his you know, Ultra Bridge, his solo stuff and the stuff with Slash. And it's just it's it's incredible every time. It really is. I
1: mean, he's he's just amazing. So you know, overall, I mean, you you weren't going to expect that we were going to bash this show, but it actually ended up a little bit better because uh, honestly, Dave and I were like, it's going to be awesome to see Slash because they that we know that they uh, bring it live, but we're not really psyched to hear this material. But it ended up just being awesome, and they span the material. I heard all the classics that I wanted to hear that I from from their catalog. Maybe there was a couple of songs of Living the Dream I would have liked to hear, but you know they have to play the new album that's just how it
0: goes you know yeah but they barely did yeah. they only played four songs i know four songs off, know. The, off the off the album and which is crazy because they probably played like a you know a, a 15 17 song set somewhere in that yeah, range totally. i would guess they played right? for
1: a full like a little over two hours yep
0: mm-hmm. yeah so i i think it's kind of crazy i think and now I, I this is just total speculation on my part but i feel like you know, the earlier on of the tour, maybe they were playing some more stuff off the new album and they weren't getting the same vibe from the crowd. And I'm sure they maybe they've changed the set list to kind of, you know, cater to what they were hearing. Yep. So I don't know. Yep. Yep. Or maybe, like you said, with the cameras, this is going to be, a, a you know, some kind of a project down the road. Yep. And they wanted to feature some more of their, their catalog. Yep. I don't know what they're going to yeah,
1: do. Yeah, it's just it's just awesome. So. Yeah. Um before we talk a little bit more, because I want to get into the guitars that Slash was playing. That's we got to talk about that. Before we get into that, let's sh- uh, shout out the opener, which we were very surprised to see because it's a band that we have uh, shouted out on the podcast before. Plush, right, Plush. Dave? Talk about talk
0: about this. So, if you don't know who Plush is, the the there, it, it is a, a band of these four women. And I think they're very young, right? They're like 20, 21, oh, yeah. 22 yeah. maybe at the oldest. Yeah. The lead singer, um I don't know her last name. I really should have for the I should have looked this up for the episode. Um <laughs> uh, name is Mariah you, something. You talk but, about, uh, yeah, it's Mariah she, something. She was on Mariah so she was on, she was a final was she a finalist on The Voice or No, 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 no. she never like she a,
1: never even made it to the um to the part where where people can people at home can vote.
0: Okay, so, but she was, anyway, she was on the So voice, she didn't but, make
1: it to the, so she didn't make it. So.
0: Talk about a killer voice. I mean, she's this, amazing. This, this woman can sing. Oh my God, she's awesome.
1: But they were just all like the energy they brought. Like they they like won huge o- They won over this crowd like in like a song. It was over. The crowd loved them. It was like it was so great to see how they did it and like like everything about them. Like their whole kind of presentation. You know, you could tell that they all just can play incredibly well. Um, and just so confident in what they were doing, like just just like top notch. And the songs are great, right? That's the other thing. Their song,
0: their songs are really killer. Yeah. And I'll tell you another thing that you know, we always talk about openers not really getting the best of the soundboard, but they, they, the sound was great too. You know, yep. and the, and you could hear every guitar, and you in the and the vocals are killer. Yeah, just the like you said, the stage presence. This band is is destined for great things. Yeah, we really hope they're
1: definitely going places. I I just love them, so I'm definitely sold on them. I'm going to be listening tomorrow. You know, I went down like a YouTube rabbit hole watching some of their performances, Um, and you know they're awesome. I mean, just go check them out, guys. Just go check them out. They're they're so good. Um, and if you can get to one of these slash uh, shows in your locale um and they're opening definitely go and do it they they're
0: they i think they've yeah. i think it has wrapped up their their last show with them oh did I they think the other either last night maybe tonight I think they posted something about that uh, so i don't know oh they, geez, they might yeah be done but'm I'm, I'm on the- they'll be out there with your favorite band at some point because they've they were out there. I believe they opened for um, nope. for uh, for w, for uh, for Mammoth and and uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. So, well, they and uh, they yeah, were they, they
1: were on tour with uh, Hailstorm and Evanescence last year were, as yes. well. So, yep. no, it looks like they got a couple yep. more dates with Slash. They got. Um, Few more dates this weekend with Slash, and then it wraps up. You're exactly right.
0: Oh, then it wraps yeah, up. Yeah, so
1: that's yeah, it's very cool. So so anyway, so check them out. They were great overall. This was an incredible show. Let's get into the guitars. You want to say anything else about yeah, the show? Yeah, let's talk guitars. All right, let's get, no, let's no, get no, into no. Let's the talk, guitars. Let's
0: talk guitars because it was it was that was a show in and of itself. So own. the
1: guitars are really incredible. We talked about this a little bit when the album came out when they released the live stream. So you, we saw a lot of the same guitars that he played on that live stream. But he played strats. That he played strats the whole uh, night. yeah it was kind of unbelievable and he played a prs SE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that silver was silver sky sc i mean it's unbelievable. Yeah. unbelievable i was, I was like wow. i think like miles gave him one since miles is a prs artist no no that yes. didn't happen at all of course it was a gibson it was a gibson <laughs> show the whole night he really loves this and we i think we did talk about this on the live stream it's basically a uh, the Appetite for Destruction, the Derrick uh, copy. It's basically a custom shop uh, version of that that looks aged, right? Like kind of like, what do they call it? R- r- relict. Um relict. It just looks incredible. He definitely v- favored that guitar most of the night. I mean, that's going to be an, if that thing is released by the custom shop, it's going to be a $10,000 thing. It just, it's one of those
0: type of guitars. It's What was uh, that uh, guitar at the, merch, at the merch area? Oh, that was just like a little
1: piece of crap Epiphone that they signed. That's all it what, was. Yeah, but
0: what was what was that? is that part of like the whole like because I heard on the trunk. No, they were they were
1: ra- they were On the trunk, they, they on the trunk thing. There's
0: a on the trunk thing he mentioned. Now, he didn't say whether it was a Gibson or Epiphone, but he did say there's some kind of a box set that that does come with a guitar. So, I don't know what that No, that's is. not we'll what was that's that not out. what
1: was at the show. No, no, no. No, no, no. When you buy the No, 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 no. I thought we talked about this Dave. When when you buy the guitar, there's a there's a special um um, another, it's a Gibson USA, it's not a custom shop, but they released a special uh, version, another slash uh, signature from Gibson USA that is a f- four signature that's red. It's like a, red. It's like a transparent okay, yeah, red. One. Yes. When you buy that yep. guitar, you get like a box set of the album four. Of this four album Oh okay That's what yeah, it was yeah. That's what he was talking about um, But you know That's like 3,300 bucks So that that's a little
0: different Yeah yeah, it's Some
1: change But yeah Definitely we. T- I think we did talk about this When the album came out Because it coincided With that re- re- Release of that album He didn't play that guitar That's actually Very interesting I didn't I don't uh, yeah, think He played he that play red it. guitar But there's a couple Interesting no. things That he did play Of course he played Like a bunch of his uh, Signature Gibson USA ones The AFD I saw I saw the uh the gold top he actually busted that out. Um yep. the other thing that was interesting is Slash is playing V's now and it looks like what he's I did some research on this Dave. It looks like what he's playing is the Jimi Hendrix custom shop signature V that was released last year, $10,000 guitar. It has it's like it's oh, it's like a black and white V that has like diamond fretboard inlays instead of the regular blocks. Um, and, but it looks like he switched it to his, his pickups, his signature kind of zebra pickups that he does. So that's what that guitar was that he plays that on. Oh, he plays that on Say La Vie. Um, that was
0: very cool and, to see that. that
1: and one. then there's a guitar that's a mystery to me that I can't really figure out what exactly it is. It's a gold top Explorer that he played on one song. Do you remember this one, Dave? Remember yes. when I like freaked out and I'm like,
0: What is that? You said you freaked out and he said, You know what? I think it's time that I get an explorer. We po- which we all think you should get which is very true. We posted all this stuff in a Facebook group,
1: by the way, guys. So go and check out these pictures. Yeah, so if you're part of the Facebook yeah, yeah. group,
0: you're gonna get some bonus bonus stuff and you'll get to see some of this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, and also on Facebook, you know, because we're gonna post this. Tell Matt he needs to buy an Explorer, right? I probably do. And a V as
1: well, now that Slash is playing Vs. So, anyway, so it was basically a guitar show. And the other dude, Frank. S- s- why, don't,
0: why don't you find out what toilet paper Slash is using and buy that? Yeah, too. I
1: mean, Slash signature toilet paper. I mean, you know, <laughs> why
0: not? It's like, what is he going to be? Joe
1: Panamasa? He's going to be selling ties <laughs> now? Like, what? what? Boxer <laughs> shorts? What's he doing? What's he doing? But anyway, so Frank his his guitar player the the other the other guitar player in the band he he yeah Frank Sadoris. Frank Sidoris he's incredible he's another guy he's is like a Gibson show for him too he tends he plays all kinds of different things though. he played Juniors he played a three yep. three five at one point he played a bunch of different Les Pauls I mean what a, like
0: SGs. S G oh yeah he
1: he he was playing some really cool kind of custom SGs with cool colors so um yeah that was yeah. That's a good shout, Dave. That 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 was cool. So,
0: yeah, that was like his number one. I think the SG, that greenish kind of whatever that, that was, that greenish
1: SG. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't quite a Pelham blue; it was like a Pelham green. I don't know what you, what you call
0: it. Or maybe it might have just been the lighting. Too, yeah, man. who
1: knows? Yeah. yeah, it was very it was very cool. And he played those. played He played all kinds of different guitars too. So it was incredibly cool. Um, so yeah, it was like a guitar, you know, classic guitar dad show. So you know, that's yeah. what it was. It was awesome.
0: It really was amazing. It was such a great show, and and like we said a couple weeks ago, even though we weren't like keen on the album, the show was just going to have it was just destined to have great energy, and it did, and it totally resold me on the album. And I'm I'm sure I'm going to listen to it with a different kind of a different yeah, set of years. Totally.
1: Now. Oh, I do want to you know? mention Dave before we wrap. I did do a little research. Slash should not have any heads on stage. He doesn't really have any any amp heads on stage anymore. But I happen to know that he's playing Jubilees. So, oh, he yeah. was playing Jubilees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. good, cool. Yeah.
1: So there you go. I, I have that. On, I have that on good authority that he was playing Jubilees.
0: And if you, your sources, your and you, you have good sources, I have good sources. To tell you that he if, he's playing the Jubilees. And if you look, okay. and if you
1: looked at the 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 cabs on stage, they happen to be Jubilee cabs too. So that that kind of corroborates. Kind of corroborates the story. But anyway, for those of you that were in, interested, but that's you, it. Heard, it you heard it here first on first. the Guitar Dad's podcast. So there you go.
0: So anyway, thank you. Uh, As we wrap up here, we just want to thank all of our uh, listeners, uh, new and old. We really appreciate you guys that are out there. Make sure to check us out at Guitar Dads Pod on Instagram. Find us on Facebook as well in our group uh, at Guitar Dads Podcast. And um, like Matt said, no questions. We'll just let you in. You can uh, chat it up with the dads. No questions. And get some bonus content. No questions asked. No questions asked. All right, and I think. Uh, what do you think? Was that it? Was that? Uh, I think that was this week's Guitar Dad's podcast. That's it. Keep
1: rock alive. Catch you guys on the flip.